0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest. Get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best.
1: Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. He's a host, he's an announcer, he's a history buff and other nouns. It's Jeremy
0: Stomberg. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? Hello, Joseph. It's wonderful to see you. It's wonderful to be here with you in Obsessed World Headquarters. <laughs> obsessed World Headquarters, obsessed my, co. my apartment in <laughs> Los Angeles, where I have a little
1: permanent table set up, ready to podcast at the drop of a hat. That's what people think when they're not uh, when they come over and they're not here to podcast, they're like, are you just always ready to podcast? Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. Well, Emergencies come up. Well anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you might need to podcast. So you do we've known each other for a long time, yes. but you do so many different things yes. uh, both professionally and mm-hmm. is just sort of interests. Mm-hmm. Tell people a little bit about yourself and, and how you think of yourself. Uh, well, I, I mm, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of a, a, sli- I'm just a surprise at the end of that question.
0: Uh, I'm I'm some I'm some guy. I'm a gadfly. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm. It's my uh, my wife when we when we first started dating. Uh, was surprised at uh, how many people around town I knew. Um, I'm not a I'm not a huge person in any stretch of the imagination in uh, I'm not a a famous person. I'm just kind of uh, this 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 guy that that goes to places and knows people. And I don't know. I've always just been a person that uh, that can kind of fit in and and and, uh, and talk to anyone and made I've made some very odd uh friends of the of the famous and not so famous variety over (laughs) over the course of my life and it's just uh uh so i've just kind of stumbled into a lot of things okay um what i primarily do uh for for fun and frivolity and for occasional profit is i do uh event style hosting i've hosted like oh i don't know like charity auctions and charity (laughs) runs uh I am the play-by-play announcer for the Minnesota Roller Girls nice. Roller Derby League, which I've been doing for uh, 13 years now, and uh, then as well for First Wrestling, which is uh, uh, kind of the the pinnacle of Upper Midwest professional wrestling. Okay, um, we do a couple shows a year at uh, the First Avenue Nightclub from Purple, from Purple Rain for people who are <laughs> not from the Twin Cities <laughs> from Purple Rain, uh, from Rain, Purple Place. Rain uh, where we sell out this uh, this this huge historic. Uh, rock club, uh, we put a, uh, a wrestling ring in the in the middle of the dance floor and a, a uh, little bridge between the the stage and the and the ring. Nice. And, and we have uh, professional wrestling and uh, a, a band and burlesque, all in one big super <laughs> show. And uh, so for people that, because I've I've always been into into pro wrestling since I was a kid, and I have become much more interested in in indie wrestling uh, as an adult. And uh, was very excited to get involved with it especially in something that was a little bit different yeah and a little bit of, more of a uh, a show that is is geared towards uh, a modern audience and was uh, super happy to just kind of be asked to to do that uh, And then I am... Uh, uh, Person who collects weird things. <laughs> uh, I was just telling Joseph before the uh, uh, for the recorder went on about a couple of uh, a couple of weird things that I purchased here at secondhand shops in <laughs> in, <laughs> in Los Angeles that are going to uh, people on my uh, next uh, my next stop in my uh, massive train train trip around uh, the country. Yeah, this is pretty awesome. That yeah. you work for Fantasy Flight Games. Yes, for we, as well for Asmodee North America.
1: Okay, so is Fantasy Flight Games? We just don't use that no, those no, no, words no. anymore. Fantasy,
0: Fantasy Flight Games is one of the studios that Asmodee right. so uh, under, the, under the umbrella. That's who so signs I, your check but do you not consider yourself working well, we at do Fantasy business. Flight? <laughs> well, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> okay, I see. I, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I, I was hired, I was hired uh, about 12 and a half years ago by Fantasy Flight Games and uh, then Fantasy Flight merged with Asmodee and we use different uh, different titles for different portions of the business. Okay. So I'm I'm on more of the uh, the business section. You've had okay. Uh, our friend Molly, who we've had on uh, various pod, I've been on various podcasts with you. Yeah. With, uh She works as a game developer with that game studio. Okay. So I am the I, I do very little <laughs> with actual design of games. Okay. I. Uh, you make business problems go away. I, I do. You're a I'm fixer. more. I am a fixer. I'm a fixer, which I, I'm the guy that gets things done, which sound, makes me sound like a hitman. But uh, cool. I do a lot of the. Uh, I do all the corporate travel and uh, kind of the procurement manager okay. and stuff like that. Uh, I I have a few, a, a very few things that I've that I've gotten into games, especially like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, you know just titles and 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 various powers of people but okay, uh, cool. but no actual game design, design. Me, do, me does no <laughs> and, and you've been given a sabbatical and now you're on a train trip across yeah. uh,
1: the United States basically Yeah,
0: well, the the west. I was uh, yeah, I it was I started off um I went to Seattle. Nice. uh spent uh, spent a little time in Seattle, uh hanging out with friends there and then came down here to LA. Uh after that, uh, after about I think five days here in LA, I'm heading over to Austin, Texas, uh, where my wife is going to fly down nice. and uh, meet me down there. We're staying with uh, with Cargill and Jess, fr- former guest of the yes. show on the Warhammer 40k episode. And the whiskey, Warhammer <laughs> and whiskey guys. <laughs> there you obsessed go, obsessed <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we're just going to kind of hang out in Austin for a week, and then yeah, there. Nice. Yeah. So and then I go home and get some stuff done around the house. usually. Okay. But uh, <laughs> see,
1: you're a man about the country. Sure. Uh, yeah. The western uh, half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
1: So let us get into your obsession. Uh, you offered me a great obsession. Mm-hmm. I hope I interpreted
0: you correctly. Oh, sure. In my preparation, but <laughs> you are obsessed with Target. Uh, in a way that uh, that Minnesotans kind of have to be. It's, okay. It's in our DNA for those of us who came of age after 1962. Yeah. Uh, it it's uh, I've noticed in my adult life, as I've gone to various uh, other cities, that uh, it is kind of expanding its reach. Oh yeah. Um, there were there were times that I could uh, I would go and just ask, "Hey, is there a Target around here?" <laughs> and they would have no idea what, <laughs> be it would like, what are you do. You doing like, like archery, archery or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but the natural uh, Target. Yeah, but uh, invariably, I'll I'll just be walking around. I was you know just downtown seattle last week and I, I was walking up from the pike place market after meeting a friend uh for lunch and oh, there's a there's a three story Target. I've never been in a three story Target <laughs> before. Let me check this thing out. <laughs> Escalators in a Target. There were yeah, uh, yeah. It was so, fantastic. All right. So,
1: <laughs> is your obsession then? Is it with the store? Is it with the company, the history, the whole thing? I, think I know it's the no, whole shebang. A buff. I,
0: yeah, I think it's the whole shebang, and just how it uh, how very weird and very Minnesotan it is. Yeah. Um. So Target started off actually as an offshoot of. Of the Dayton's Corporation. Now, Dayton's was a uh, uh, a chain of department stores, um, like higher end, but not yeah. not super high end, uh, in the uh, in the Twin Cities area. Started as the started as Goodfellows, and then the Dayton Dry Goods <laughs> Company uh, along Nicollet Mall, which is this uh, pedestrian thoroughfare in downtown Minneapolis, um, in like 1906 or so. And it grew and grew, and they had all these uh, mall Dayton's and standalone Dayton's store, Dayton's home furnishing store. <laughs> and eventually, uh, in 1962, they one of their executives had a super idea to do a uh, to do a discount store, but they didn't want to do a discount like a gross discount store. Yeah, like
1: look, we don't have ceiling tiles, right? And we
0: bring the savings to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had a nice, well maintained. Uh, store that had uh, clothes and it had some sundries and you know <laughs> records and uh, and pharmacy type stuff without it being without it feeling like a uh, yeah. Yeah, toy, toy. Oh, I mean, toy shop. I had so many. <laughs> I bought so many of my original Star Wars figures at uh, either the Fridley Target or the Fridley Holiday Plus store. Well, Holiday Plus is a completely different store. <laughs> That's a different episode. Uh, of this episode. <laughs> but, uh, but it was it was just a place that had a bunch of different stuff without being a high end department store. Yeah, and it started off and. They opened, I think, three or four the first uh, the first year, and it just kind of slowly snowballed. Um, the sec the first ones outside of the state, I think, were uh, in Denver, Colorado. Okay. And then by the I think uh, mid eighties, there were there was a discount store here in California, in Southern California, that was going out of business, and they sold um, they sold fifty of their stores to. Dayton's, the the Dayton Corporation, which which opened them as as Target stores. So they just really kind of jumped in here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a a very odd uh, way of doing. They they have made a lot of uh, good decisions and a lot of bad decisions and they keep on but they keep on trucking and eventually uh, by uh, think about 1995 or so, uh, the the sales at Target had wildly eclipsed the sales at yeah. Dayton's, and so they actually changed the name of the cor- of the company to the Target Corporation, and changed their ticker on the the stock exchange and everything. <laughs> and eventually, they sold off the uh, remaining Dayton stores, which had already been rebranded as Marshall yes. Field stores. This is it, sort of like the Greek gods where they uh, <laughs> would fear that the child would eat the parent, and that is sort of what happened, ultimately. Absolutely, absolutely. That Target...
1: So let's talk a little bit about the magic of Target, mm-hmm. because it is, uh, certainly you and I both grew up in Minnesota, so mm-hmm. we have that perspective, yeah. and certainly from the Minnesota perspective, it was sort of like this strangely special place. Mm-hmm. Now that I've lived here in Los Angeles, I've, I find that other people feel that way, too, oh. even without having mm-hmm. that childhood, so I don't know how, I'm curious about that sort of how much of it is that Minnesotan childhood, and how much of it is just the the way the business is set up, the mm-hmm. way it looks, the way it feels. Uh, what do you feels uniquely Minnesotan about it?
0: Um, I think just the fact that it's. It, it it can it wants to be somewhat fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> like it, we're cool too, it, but not it, in a loud, fancy yeah, way. Yeah, they want they, they you want to you want to be able to dress nice, you know, but you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to take too many eyes on you. Yeah. <laughs> what I, what I find really funny is that uh, the three most well known discount retailers, yeah. uh, Target and Walmart and Kmart, they all kind of appeared at the same time they all opened their first stores within months of each other in 1962. So nobody was really, uh, yeah. you know, nobody stole the idea from from each other. It just kind of, one happened down in Arkansas, and one happened in Detroit, and one happened in a suburb of, of St. Paul, Minnesota. And it just, uh, they just, it was all kismet. But then when you think, when you start thinking about it, it's like, well, Target is the one that actually seems to, they care about how... They present themselves. Yeah. Uh, Whereas uh, the prices are very similar to the other two to the other two stores, Uh, but Kmart and Walmart were most most of their advertising seemed to be about uh, about how much money you would save, not about what you would buy. Yeah, it's like this is you know Target said this is this stuff is available and it's this price versus Walmart is. You can buy this price and get some stuff. <laughs> Hi, you have to come here <laughs> to. because the world is cruel and
1: you only make this much money. So you have to be here at Kmart. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, for me, like my very formative memories of Target, they still had the McGlynn's Bakery in the Oh, front. absolutely. So the McGlynn's Bakery would have the the cookies mm-hmm. that had lots of frosting that looked like cool characters. So like yeah. Sesame Street characters. Mm-hmm. So you could eat Cookie Monster, <laughs> which was a beautiful kind of Cookie irony. Cookie Monster Yes, yeah, so I never had, like, going to Kmart did feel like the, like, yeah, my family doesn't have a lot of money, mm. but going to Target was, like, you get to eat Cookie Monster yep. and maybe get a Star Wars action figure, <laughs> and I, that's obviously where my love grew, is cookies and Star cookies Wars. Cookies and Star Wars. Why yeah. would I not want to be here? two great tastes that go great together, yeah.
0: <laughs> So what are your, like, uh, first memories of Target? Um, I did you go there with your family? Obviously, I, I did go there with my family. Uh, there was one down at uh, at 694 in Central Avenue, and it's still there. Um, it's now a uh, a super target. They've been uh, uh, going through and replacing uh, a lot of the original yeah. stores with the with the larger, more uh, more uh, uh, high tech stores. Uh, they changed the. Original, original one, which was across from the Harmar Mall, which is for people who are again not from Twin Cities, <laughs> is where uh, noted Soul Super Legends Harmar Superstar <laughs> got his name from a mall. Uh, the original one, which was which was called T One, uh, and they named them based on when they opened, so or so the there numbers. Is them a T2. On. So on your Great. on your Target receipt, you would have you know it would be T and then the number. Nice. And the funny thing is when they read that one, redid that one in two thousand five. Uh, they renamed it T-1000. <laughs> so nerds everywhere rejoiced. And uh, then they eventually said, no, this is actually, this is giving strange negative connotations. So we'll People go back to T-1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you went to T,
1: what number was the went year? To
0: T-1, went to, uh, I, don't, I don't know. That was probably one of the one of the first uh, first larger ones. So it was probably in the low, low 30s. Okay. Um, but they were all over uh, the Twin Cities and a little out into the rest of Minnesota. Were you excited to go there? Oh, absolutely! Because not only, I mean, th- because it was Minnesota is a is a is a you know is a pretty safe space. <laughs> I don't mean like the safe space, uh, a safe place to grow up for the most part. And uh, our parents always felt safe, just saying, "All right." Run around Target. <laughs> and uh, not you know we we were you know we were we were pretty good kids, my brother and I, yeah. so we didn't uh, we didn't cause a whole lot of ruckus. But we would go and look at uh, look at the Atari games, and look at uh, look at Star Wars figures, and GI Joe figures, and Transformers. Yeah. And uh, as I get a little older, check out the music section, and uh, and movies, and just kind of you know see what what all was there while my parents were buying you know were were buying. Not groceries, because they didn't really sell groceries at the time. Yeah. But uh, but buying clothes for us, buying uh, just like various project-y yeah. types of things. Tools? They had a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Towels. They had a lot more like hardware-type stuff at the time. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that Target doesn't sell anymore, even as the stores have gotten much, much larger. Yeah. Um, a, a good thing to do, <laughs> if you've ever uh, watched, uh, or, you have, or you haven't watched in a long time, uh, the movie uh, Career Opportunities... Uh, with, I can't remember his name, but he plays, uh, he plays Brett in the beginning of Pulp Fiction. Okay. And, uh, he plays basically a, a night janitor at a target <laughs> and the store is, uh, the store is, uh, is attempted to be, they, they attempt to rob the store. <laughs> So he has to fight off and hide from these <laughs> robbers, but uh, they they go around the store and it, and it, and it just brought back so many weird memories of all the things that Target used to have. Like, oh, they used to, you could buy uh, a whole line of different uh, uh, auto batteries and tires. Okay, and you could buy uh, there were there was an aquarium section <laughs> and r- roller skates and paint. When I was just cleaning up my mom's uh, house uh, last week, uh, there was a uh, I found a an old old can of paint and it had a Target yeah sticker on it. So it was probably from the very early eighties. Uh, it's they were kind of they, they kind of started being a discount everything store and then uh, focused on what they were good at. Yeah, and which ended up being a lot of uh, a lot of clothing for the most part. Uh, and kitchenware, and of course, toys and electronics. Yeah. Yes. So they do seem to have dialed down. And like every once in a while,
1: when you need something really practical, you can find it at Target, but mm-hmm. sometimes you have to look yeah, for a while. Definitely. um For me, it was also like a big step into adulthood. Cause mm-hmm. like, oh, like, great. When I have to go somewhere with my parents, I hope it's Target because mm-hmm. they have more fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not just boring shopping. Uh, but I vividly remember like specific trips. You know, when I had my first apartment, I like, I'm going to go to Target by myself because <laughs> I actually do need trash bags mm-hmm. and I will buy the Laxivrac action figure <laughs> from Star Wars. Like, uh, did you have that same sort of like a step forward in your Target relationship oh, where it uh, got a yeah. little bit more serious because you were getting the boring shit too? Yeah,
0: I mean, ab- absolutely. Because, uh, you know, when I when I... Got out of uh, when I got out of my parents' house. I was living in in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, I was going to the Target at the Quarry, which was you know this this newer one, and it was close enough to the University of Minnesota that I knew which days to avoid because <laughs> the the U had uh, shuttle buses that would take you to the Quarry and right right around you know late August, early September when everybody's moving into dorms, and then around the uh, around the time of sem- of semester break. There it just descended, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds and hundreds You're of. You are going to buy uh, all the university. furniture. Yep, the uh, crappy rattan or or <laughs> papasan chairs and uh, and mini fridges as far as the eye could see. I don't know how many mini fridges you you need, uh, and shower caddies for heaven's sake. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they would just keep on. Uh, but yeah, they had uh, they had a good. They had a small selection of of grocery type items. And, but there was a, a big grocery store, uh, Rainbow, next to it, so I could I could go and get my uh, grocery shopping and my fun shopping done <laughs> at the same time. If I needed, if I had a uh, an interview and I didn't have a good uh, shirt, yeah, I could go to I could get my frozen pizzas and then go to <laughs> go to Target and pick up a uh, pick up a new uh, button up shirt so I could go on my uh, my uh, interview. Uh, it. And then, uh, yeah, and then I started when, uh, when my first actual uh, two new Star Wars figures uh, weren't at Target. They were from uh, banks, if you remember banks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a shop that sold, um, uh, like, insurance uh, settlement goods. So, like, when stores, uh, when stores had, you know, fires and things were smoke-damaged or, for instance, this was uh, from some stores down—they were Target stores uh, in Iowa— uh, that uh, there was a there was a huge flood, and there were all these toys that were kind of covered in mud, <laughs> but they were blister carded, and I got a you know a Han Solo and an R two D two, and I've I'd always been a uh, I'm gonna open my toys and set them up on a yeah. on a shelf. They take up less space, and it makes me uh, less of a weirdo. And I'm noticing all of the There's toys here that are completely boxed yep, I'm uh, around Obsessed World Headquarters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was able. But then. Uh, it was. It was only then that I started going back into the toy section at Target and noticing it more, and and getting more into uh, the new the new versions of the toys of my youth. Yeah, <laughs> that was, you know, in my you know late teens, early twenties that I was starting to I was starting very early to reco- recollect my youth.
1: You recollect your youth, <laughs> yeah. And Target made all that possible. And now you're a, a married person. Mm-hmm. You are a homeowner. Do you still go to Target uh, often? Do you have? Oh, yeah uh do you have any rituals do you have any like is there a way that you by yourself or you and your partner experience target
0: oh well you know we because there's actually there's there's two that are that are uh both pretty uh pretty close to to our house uh one uh along like the main uh drag uh the main street between saint paul and minneapolis university avenue uh and that's the one that we go to the most. That one is a it's a super target, so it has the it has the uh, the full grocery store yeah, as well. So it's a one stop shop. Yeah. So we do most of our grocery shopping there as well, and uh, yeah, checking out, uh, you know, checking out toys and and getting uh, a new shirt for my trip. <laughs> I right before I left, I couldn't I couldn't find uh, I couldn't find this uh, this pair of shorts that I was looking for. Uh, and I knew I was going to be gone for three and a half weeks, <laughs> so I really needed this pair of shorts. So I just stopped by, stopped by that Target, and found a found a pair of shorts. Is that part of what your obsession is? The comfort mm-hmm. of like, sort of like almost
1: anything I need.
0: Mm-hmm. I it can if if you need an aquarium, yeah. it's not going to happen now. Right. But almost anything you need, almost anything you need, and occasionally I'll I will I will notice uh, it'll just because I'm an odd person. I'll I'll think about. Hey, what are all the clothes that I'm wearing right now? And <laughs> literally every single clothing item has come from Target. And except, and not, this is not the case today. And I'm looking at myself. Uh, these pants and these shoes did not come from Target. But, okay, uh, but there are days that that my entire ensemble yeah comes, comes from Target. That's a great way to think because mm-hmm. I'm yeah I'm right now
1: pants mm-hmm. socks underwear thank you target. for wearing pants by the way oh yeah it's yeah. special for you uh <laughs> shoes are internet and shirt is hot topic but many days would be all target <laughs> all the time <laughs> uh so do you uh do you and your partner i know that uh, that she's a star wars fan as well yeah. do you make it a point to go look at the fun stuff
0: do you look at video oh, games and toys even if you don't intend to buy one yeah absolutely and we've we've cut down a lot just because you know we have other things to, to spend money on. And we, yeah. we noticed that uh, it's, it's really weird. You might want to try this sometime. <laughs> We've noticed that uh, the fewer toys that we buy, the more money we have for other things, <laughs> which is very odd. Yeah. Okay. Uh, especially when we had to buy We had to get a, a second uh, vehicle. And uh, I noticed, you know what? I haven't, uh, I haven't bought every single uh, action figure from the Last Jedi, but I'm also able to make this car payment. <laughs> You'll notice I have one car in that table over there
1: <laughs> that gets mentioned
0: every episode of Obsessed.
1: That large table. Uh, yeah, I asked partially because it st- I told uh, my wife Sarah at some point mm-hmm. that, like, when I go to Target, I just no matter even if I know I'm not going to buy a toy for sure, like I don't want to spend the money today, mm-hmm. and I, all we need is like toilet paper and apple juice or something. Yeah. I'm going to go to the toys first because yeah. it's a part of the magic of this place that there's it, it has necessities and it has a spirit of fun. And mm-hmm. she so embraced that every once in a while. Like I've been like busy or tired and we mm-hmm. walk into Star Wars and I start training one way and she's like, where are you going? We go to the toys first. That's our ritual, and like for me, that's a part of what's magic about it. She's a good woman, Scrimshaw. <laughs> she really is a good partner. I am very stupidly lucky. Uh, yeah, I know. I knew that uh, I had made a very huge impact on her when mm-hmm. we were looking for all the last Jedi action figures, yeah. Uh, and we were looking specifically for Leia, and she spotted Leia first and went ooh and reached up and grabbed it before I could grab <laughs> Leia, and like, oh,
0: cool, awesome. Yeah. I used to go uh to the now the late uh, late great Toys R Us uh shops yeah. to uh at, you know when when the new Star Wars movies were were about to come out and they would release the toys before they called them first Friday for yeah. Friday they just I don't think they had a name for it they this just it was Tuesday just or, the day that it yeah. was coming out <laughs> and uh I would I you know every you know in 1999 I went to the one in Roseville in 1990 or in 2002 I went to the one in Richfield and then 2005 uh uh, Amy had moved in with me, and we I I woke up that morning and said, "I'm going to go to Target to get the Star Wars figures." And whereas uh, she is very happy to get get Star Wars figures and and as as uh, as gifts, she uh, she said, "Okay," and I just I went on my own. But uh, uh, now with the with the advent of the the Force Fridays, uh, we've made it kind of a a big fun party nice and uh yeah we went and tailgated uh at the uh, the target uh in in st paul on uh, uh the Fourth friday before the last jedi there's a bunch of folks from work we had coolers we set up a we set up a uh a little folding table and had had beers and that's awesome and uh yeah and and then eventually just kind of walked walked in back and uh and uh, waited until midnight, and and Amy went and grabbed certain things, and I grabbed certain things. It was great. We split up and said, "Okay, I think, I think that uh, that that big action figure is over there of the porg, or the big, uh, <laughs> the big, uh like the throw the, pillow, the, the pillow, yeah, one yeah. is that." And, and I want that that BB-8 Lego set. So if you can grab those two things, I'm gonna try over here. <laughs> and I want to get this action figure. And th- you know, yeah. And uh, so we worked as a as a great team and got everything we needed. Rather, you know, when the ravenous hordes were <laughs> descending upon the Funko Pop figures and the. Uh, and the action figures. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you're smarter than the horde. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to talk a little bit about
1: like the aesthetic of Target. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when uh, I was moving here, mm-hmm. that w- I was definitely like, now one of the times we came to visit, I was like, I'm pretty. I Googled like their targets. All right, I want to see them. Yeah, and now I've gotten used to it. But one of them has like, uh, there are many different designs of targets mm-hmm. in Los Angeles and in Minnesota. There's differences as they shift from mm-hmm. a target to a super target to a, there was the Great Land target for a while. All that mm-hmm. there are some differences, but generally you go to a large flat parking lot, yeah. and then they're kind of arranged in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that on your trip, you uh, were we were discussing the yeah. the three story one. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Target should look a certain way? No. Or do you I like the I weird, didn't. uncanny belly like experience it. of
0: it's Target but it's different? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, boy, they have the same, you know. They have the same basic graphic design everywhere, yeah. Which is which is neat. and they've they've done I think a great job, uh, you know, uh, kind of getting that into everything they do. Especially they have the larger stores; they have the big windows that they have the posters behind, yeah, and they have the the red spot that can be oh it's a it's a wheel on a car or it's a the speaker on a boombox, and uh, they've I think they've just done a fantastic job of of, of having a Kind of upscale aesthetic, uh, while having to uh, that—that's the same everywhere. Yeah. While having to uh, deal with the difference in real estate, um, the first multi-level Target I went to was in uh, Chicago. Okay. And that's a that's a two-story one. There's a two-story one in downtown Minneapolis. That's right by their uh, their headquarters yeah. building. Uh, there's I believe a, a two a two or three-story one in Manhattan. And then now this three-story one, which was just neat. It was just a neat way of doing things. And they've now actually started doing these uh, these mini-targets, or I don't know what the actual parlance for them is. They it's were like target called Junior City Targets. City Targets, And yeah.
1: now I just read on the Wikipedia when I was getting uh, ready for this that, mm-hmm. like, they keep doing it. Like, eh, actually, it's just going to be a Target. Just a Target. <laughs> yeah. But uh, downtown, in downtown oh, yeah. L.A., there's a City Target. Oh, okay. And it's pretty cool, because it is just, like, stuff that you, like, you probably
0: don't need. Right. You know, a wheelbarrow if you live in downtown Los yeah. Angeles, so... <laughs> That you yeah. Don't have that kind of so stuff. there's one in, in Highland Park in St. Paul and in uh, in Dinkytown, which is the area around the University of Minnesota, where it's just you know here's the stuff that you need. Yeah. Here's the stuff that uh that we think is going to sell the most around a college town. Yeah. And I think they just have uh you know folks doing analytics in their in their downtown office. Yeah. Uh of. What sells best in what area and why they think that is looking at the demographics of yep. the area. Um, it's the whole the whole idea of um, I think it's it's just based on it's it's based on that, you know, in the way of uh, the whole idea of McDonald's has a whole department. That's where do, where do we build the next McDonald's? Right. And they're looking at they're looking at uh, where. There is no fast food, and they're looking at uh, demographics, and they're looking at uh, uh, real estate prices. And Burger King says, well, let's just open one next to that McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Target says, where do people need shorts and yeah. uh, maybe a CD Yeah, for and now, and not it's, soon. And it's pretty interesting to see the, the difference uh, of even in those two small – those are the two real small targets that I go to, uh, Dinky Town and Highland Park. And just to see the, the, the difference in layout, the difference in um, – percentage of store of the store that yeah. is devoted to a certain thing um and yeah it's i think they're also they're not they're not too set in their ways they're used they're they're used to being um a little more agile yeah and saying well you know if uh if men's clothing is doing really well in this this location let's expand this by an yeah. aisle uh if if electronics aren't doing as well. well we'll bring it down by an owl and expand toys or yeah. or something like that
1: now is there any aesthetic that would upset you because i know yeah. you oh. i know you're a history yeah. buff but like if well. they just change the red to like you know what it's been red for a while it's gonna be blue now <laughs> and just it was target but it was blue and it gave you that because i think mm-hmm. a part of it is about the mm-hmm. the comfort yeah but you're also i think making a great point about agility and change and they've evolved and they've adapted
0: uh and they've done that on the business side as well I think that the the only thing that that has really uh, that has really uh, ground my gears recently <laughs> is in a number of stores. I'm not sure it's in all of them. They started playing music. Okay. And it used I used to love going. To, and I know I'm, no, this is I'm great. a curmudgeon. <laughs> no, I want to do this. I'm a total curmudgeon. And I I I just I I don't like a lot of stores that that play music because it's 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 going to be. Uh, either whatever is really hip now and I'm going to be really annoyed by it or it's going to be too loud or it's going to be too uh too nostalgic or whatever just be an
1: annoying earworm like please let
0: me just shop in silence
1: so you feel like target an important part of target is it's silent it was and then and then now it's not anymore (laughs) i wonder if that goes Mm -hmm. back to almost like that kmart walmart relationship Mm -hmm. where uh, i feel like sometimes music feels like it is trying to soothe you so Mm -hmm. it's in places where you're going to be angry yeah and i think the fact that target was silent is sort of like you don't,
0: we don't need to soothe you.
1: Why would you be upset?
0: You're in you're Target. At Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it's a way, it's just another way to differentiate themselves from other discount retailers. Okay. Is you're not going to, you're not going to. And it, it, what's funny is it doesn't seem to be the new hip artists of today all the time. Yeah. It's, it's a mix of uh, catchy pop stuff from, you know, the 80s and 90s as well. And uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's just, it's, 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 to to bring about a mood in you, yeah, and that's that's fine. It's just it's not my it's not my bag. But they do bring about a mood in you, which is which is anger. <laughs> but hey, now I can uh, just uh, uh, wear my earbuds while I'm shopping at Target and listen to the latest uh, episode of Obsessed. Oh, oh, your so. own soundtrack of Target. <laughs> that would be great. I hope that people get meta and listen to this in a Target.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. What is your happiest memory in a Target? Is there a specific oh. purchase or did it, any sort of life event? actually? actually happened to you in a target
0: that's a really good question you know as as silly as it is it's uh, I think it was going around because they give you because uh, when you do the registries okay like the wedding registry yeah you yeah you can registry, go around with the gun they just give you the, mm. the little laser gun that you, you shoot the uh, you shoot the UPC codes on things and say this this is what I want it's like the most American capitalist yes. thing ever it's Like, <laughs> Here,
1: where's my gun for things I want <laughs> shoot this and make people
0: buy them for me <laughs> so amy and i went around and we <laughs> pew, pew! At, at various things and uh we we ended up uh there was that, that was uh, uh 2010 uh when we got married and it was uh the year they, they just brought out the this huge adat oh this yeah. gigantic adat for the three and three quarter figures and it just towered over the or the original one, which was based on the or the one from nineteen eighty. Yeah, uh, they used the same molds and stuff. So this was a brand new molds, new electron, you know, a bunch of more electronic stuff, lights, and and just fun and frivolity. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we saw it, and we're like, "Well, that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if somebody bought that for us for our wedding?" <laughs> Pew! <laughs> and it didn't. It, it happened that it didn't. Uh, nobody did buy it for us for the wedding, but. Um, a friend of mine uh ended up uh, uh writing in the card. So we got a we got a card from, from him and his wife, and then he wrote a se- a separate card to us that said, uh Dear JM and, and Amy, uh I was totally going to get you that ad ass. <laughs> but my wife said that was dumb. <laughs> so instead we got you this stuff, which Coincidentally, it turns out to be about a hundred dollars. So what you should do is return this and get the adat. And Amy and I just squeed with glee and yeah. we went back to Target with these exact items to return and came out with that adat. That is amazing. <laughs> that's great. And yeah. that adat has has stood on our on top of our fridge for the last eight years. And, out of the uh, box, towering proudly. Absolutely. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Right over the freezer section, which is apropos. <laughs> it's marching on home Yeah, that's great. Uh, we did yeah, we
1: did the same thing. Thing. And uh, we, uh, you know, I do a lot of self-producing, so I print a lot. Mm-hmm. So it, for scripts and everything, and especially at the time that my wife and I got married, I was doing a lot of theater. So we did print ink and in reams of paper, mm-hmm. and many people were like, "The hell is wrong with you?" But then uh, <laughs> a fellow producer was like, "I know why you did that." Got that for us, so thanks, Target. <laughs> do you have a bad memory of Target? Did uh, where oh. have you ever? Is it possible to be depressed in a Target? Have you ever been depressed?
0: Uh, I suppose if, uh, if there, if if something is, if you expect something to be there and it's not, and, uh, if you are, uh, you know, or if, or if there's something that there's, that is, is finally on, like for instance... There's something that's finally on clearance. Yeah, and it's like maybe an end table or or a a nice comfy chair that you've seen, but you're like, I don't want to pay that much for that. (laughs) Uh, And then you go, you go to Target and you uh, uh, and you see, oh, this is on this is on clearance. I'm I'm finally going to pick this up, but today I'm driving the Fiat, (laughs) so will I be able to? You know, do they have any more? Can I ask? You know, and can I get home in time? To get the the Subaru Forester, yeah. and drive back and pick up that chair, uh, and just been just be denied. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think it was it, it was a little sad when Target stopped selling most music. Yeah, and I understand that it's that's the way it it goes. Yeah, but uh, and you know a lot of there's there's a lot of uh, really great record shops in the world, but it's also. I always would go that I would always go to, to get like more indie indie stuff. Yeah, um, but if I'm going to, for instance, uh, you know, pick up a Taylor Swift CD, which I have done, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a good choice. I think. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm going to pick it up at Target, especially if if Target has the the specially exclusive edition with two uh, two additional <laughs> tracks. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I I I don't weep for change, but I just kind of. It marks, it marks the it marks change, change, right? Yeah, when it's a, especially
1: if it's a target that you've been going to forever mm-hmm. yeah. and you yeah. can mark times of your life and times of the world and mm-hmm. it starts to see the change. I couldn't actually think because I think I've certainly gone to Target when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. but being there has, has made me feel better. The closest I've got is there. I, th- I think it was the Hiawatha Target. Uh, it was on my path going between home and somewhere and I would mm-hmm. stop there because I had to desperately urinate (laughs) and because of the way the doors were facing the the women's bathroom was the closest and oh yes more than once (laughs) i went into the women's bathroom the second time i was like this has to stop
0: yep that's that (laughs) that is that is an annoying that is an in target that i I would think in in this major multinational corporation that what you know when most of these stores are built from the ground up you could just keep the men's on one side, the women's on the other, and the family in the middle, yeah. and be done with it. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. but no, I've 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 made that mistake numerous times myself, and just and now every time I, I I'll stop and I'll look. It's like men's, men's, men's. That's women's over there. Okay, men's, <laughs> <And> go in. <laughs> yes, and hopefully they will continue with their good policies, and it'll all just be unisex exactly. someday, and everything can, is fine. I will never have We're to be upset uh, that I accidentally uh, made someone scream. I mean, it uh, did uh, the the. Uh, uh, what what was his name? I can't remember. The, it wasn't Michael Gondry. That's the the director. Um, Michael Gerns, something like that. There was a there was an architect slash designer that they were really really into in the late eighties early nineties, and they sold a ton of his of, of oh yeah of just uh, housewares and uh, and various various things that were based on his designs. You know. Uh, uh pitchers and yeah. and uh and like glassware thing. and stuff right? yeah, yeah, yeah but it was all it was all very egg shaped. <laughs> do, <you laughs> yeah. do you remember this? Yeah. yeah. And uh around the same time, uh the the target at the quarry uh they did a small renovation of the of the, the front end of the store and uh they replaced their bathrooms and the urinals we're now egg shaped, <laughs> and it was it was the strangest. <laughs> the Uranos by Michael Gondry. Yeah, <laughs> it was very uh, quickly. Uh, it was it was it was not too too long after uh, after Men in Black. Have you seen Men in Black? <laughs> so did, do you do you pee in them or do you sit in them? You know, who, who is to know? So many
1: discoveries to be made. <laughs> uh, one of the discoveries that I made is that Target has a forensic services yeah. department. Uh, that is, in, there's one in Minnesota and one is in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So what I want to ask you is, if you were murdered, would you want Target to help investigate?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Target uh, Target is amazingly good at stopping shrinkage. <laughs> hey, now it's a little cold in here. Uh, Target has, for a very long time, uh, had a had really like the best web of security systems, okay. security cameras in their stores, and you very very rarely you know hear the the buzzer going off at the door yeah uh, because they have their store security and their plainclothes security that actually will stop people before they ever get up towards the because register. they've already because caught they've, them okay they've seen them on their cameras and they see. well if you're putting this in your purse yeah. you're probably not going <laughs> to it. and i think they'd much rather just say okay let, you know you're not you're not out the door yet. Yeah, just quietly know, pull know you what over. you're doing. Why don't you just give me that and just leave? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, one of the, the first things I, I learned uh, about that is that only about half of the Black Domes security uh, cameras in the in the ceilings at Target actually have security cameras in oh, them. Oh, really? Most of them, you know, half of them are just empty. Just like and we're just, watching you. We're watching you. It's just like the eyes, fingers gesture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's... And and from what I hear, they they change them around, okay, based on where they're having uh, problems, where nice. they're where they're where they're losing uh, more items. So when uh, so yeah, and and they have uh, they have done a really a really interesting job of being able to watch what's happening in their stores and around their stores without it feeling like you're being followed without it feeling like you are you are a suspect like i've never uh i never like going to best buy because you know they they stop you you. at the door and they say all right let me see your receipts it's like no (laughs) why would i I obviously i have a receipt i'm carrying it in my hand (laughs) i have this i came from the registers over there so what you're actually doing is you're uh you're going you're trying to uh catch your your cashiers doing something you're not actually trying to catch the customers and doing something right uh, Target I've never felt like I am I am the subject of uh, investigation even yeah. when I was you know much younger and scummier and uh, wearing you know rattier clothes and very very punk rocky yeah and, and they um, never bothered you never never bothered me yeah. I, I under- totally understand too that I'm you know a a white guy from the suburbs too that uh and that my my experience is not everybody's experience yeah but it's uh it it has a i think has a completely different feeling than most other large chains that i've been to yeah in that regard yeah
1: so which is why so obviously their forensic services uh does a good job of preventing crime so now i was reading on wikipedia that different uh people do actually like uh, police and yeah,
0: reach out to them. Yeah, there was a big story in the uh, the Twin Cities, uh, the Star Tribune. Uh, I was about five, ten years ago when this when it first came out that because they were just kind of developing it. Yeah, without telling anybody, they weren't making a big a big deal of this. Yeah, and uh, then uh, it, I think it was just it was a it was a murder that was that it was caught on some security camera, uh, like a private security camera, and. I think the Minneapolis Police Department uh, were trying uh, to—I think they were just saying enhance, enhance, and it wasn't working. (laughs) And somebody within the Minneapolis uh, Police Department knew someone that worked at Target and had heard about this thing, and there was this connection made, and Target was able to actually enhance the video enough to get a good view of of uh, the—I don't know if it was a murder or attempted murder that was was taking place, and— eventually you know find a suspect yeah and then all uh, all all the news stations were doing these big stories about wow target is amazing what csi target (laughs) yeah that's amazing um
1: so i want to touch on this briefly uh obviously they're a big corporation Mm -hmm. they've had scandals they've had uh criticisms and missteps but it seems like for the most part that they've done good uh, efforts at course correction when people are like hey you're doing this that's upsetting us Mm -hmm. you mentioned right at the top that you feel like they're a good company ultimately do you have ultimately. thoughts on any of this of like obviously they're a big company yeah. they're going to do some crappy things yeah. but there's the because response makes a difference you know,
0: they are ultimately responsible to their shareholders to maximize profits yeah. and that's you know any you know publicly held company is going to have that issue it's just there's i think there is a there's a point at which you can say how much is how much is enough yeah um, and you know i don't know about you <laughs> But I have, you know, various, you know, small investments and, uh, modest. Investments. <laughs> and I, and I would, I'm much happier to have a small, consistent return on some, on something that I know yeah. is, is for the most part good than making a ton of money quickly on the backs of other people. Yeah, And that's why my, um uh financial planner uh when I can I can say, hey, can I find things that are not Walmart? <laughs> 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 I would not like to uh to uh invest in Walmart or Hobby Lobby or, yeah. <laughs> or any, any of I mean, these yeah. these folks these folks. And uh sometimes you can do that and sometimes you can't uh with these large funds. But um but I, I don't know. I they have for a long time, uh, they've donated a certain percentage of their profits to community charities. Yeah, uh, you can go into a Target, you can set up your um, you can set up your account. Uh, so, I think just I think it's one percent of your your purchase goes to a school in the community. Cool. So it's like, oh, I I'm buying for Crossroads Elementary in St. Paul. Oh, I'm buying for you know Rosedale High School. Okay, and uh and and they were doing that without again without a lot of fanfare originally they would, they would put up little posters yeah. in there in the stores uh but it was pretty hyper local local until other companies started really touting the charity work that they do and target finally said well okay we've been doing it since this year and we've actually done this much money so <laughs> your move um and they have um mean. You know for the most part, they have, I think, been um, been on the up and up. There have been um, there have been issues where they have uh, they uh, they have donated uh, to you know uh, political campaigns of people that most of their customers really disagree with. Yeah. And uh, when it, when that comes out, they say, okay, well now we're just not going to make any political donations yeah. anymore because it just gets in gets in the way. Um, they were uh, pretty much on the on the forefront in in large corporations of saying, "Yeah, you should use the bathroom of whatever your gender identity is." Yeah. Um, and for all of the people that are saying, "Oh, that's a terrible thing. We're not shopping at Target anymore. Target is just as full." Yeah. You know, it's it's if if those people go somewhere else, that's fine because other people who may not have wanted to shop at Target before because of their donations to a, a terrible political candidate in the past, <laughs> Say, oh, well, they're trying to change. They're trying to do good in the, in yeah. the community.
1: Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you one final question for our main section, and mm-hmm. then we'll move on. Um, Target is, of course, beloved because you can get almost anything that you might need mm-hmm. uh, within reason. I was thrilled when I moved here. And I finally have a place that I can walk into. I can get a bottle of whiskey, a frozen (laughs) pizza, and a Star Wars action figure all at one place. It's amazing. If you could add any section to Target to complete the personal Jeremy experience of like, I go in there and I get everything I need. Mm -hmm. What section would you add to Target? Wow.
0: That's a really good question. Uh, I can't even. I can't even think about what do you uh, need in your life that's missing? That rare Target books. No, would uh, <laughs> <laughs> be really funny. Like here is our
1: shiny new music, our video games, and here is
0: a first edition Dickens. <laughs> uh, you know, what? I I think that uh, I think that I would like a uh, I would like a, uh, an actual an actual furniture okay. section in Target. Um, they have occasionally they have you know like I said end tables and some uh, some uh, bookshelves and, yeah. and and things. But, but you uh, want to buy a waterbed like couch? Okay. I'd <laughs> like to buy a couch. You know, uh, I'd like to pick up a couch or a uh, or a, uh, an easy chair, uh, or maybe even a, a dining room table with four you know wrought iron. Yeah, stools or something (laughs) nice you want to be a nice uh, a full
1: grown-up at target and buy a wrought iron patio table (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a great addition we're gonna move on to our how obsessed are you questions uh these are questions that i ask all my guests or
0: variations thereof do you think about target every day uh, as a, uh, as a native Minnesotan, I am required to by law. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's hard not to, I, uh, I, I drive past a target yeah. every day on my way to work. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things, especially in Minnesota yeah. that you see, uh, everywhere, you, see, you know, in the Sunday paper, there's the, the, the circulars right. and, uh. That you just, you know, say it was like, oh, I want to go this week because uh, they got that uh, Black Panther steelbook there you can pick up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's just,
1: it's in the air, yeah. Target. Uh, when people walk into your home, can they tell you're obsessed with Target? No.
0: Well, unless they say, oh, I have that very same uh, uh, Morona t-shirt or I got those... Uh, uh, Oh, you're. We're having an Archer Farms frozen pizza tonight. I... <laughs> <laughs> so if they investigated your home,
1: they could start to see that you have many yeah, exclusive, and exclusive I, brands.
0: And I, well, yeah, the, the Vizio uh, television that I <laughs> that I've had for uh, about. Uh, Twelve years now. Wow! Uh, it's still going strong, and we bought it. We bought a target. <laughs> we bought a man. We bought a thirty-seven-inch television for eight hundred dollars, and we wow. thought we were getting a hell of a deal. And uh, <laughs> and actually, we did. Based we're on based time. on the the sheer amount of time that we've that we've had yeah. uh, uh, an HDTV that uh, yeah still goes strong. Okay, so a target detective could
1: tell, but a normal human being would just be like, you have shirts and books. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Would you get a target tattoo? No, <laughs> I would not. unless it was very, very specific and uh, like an in joke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have, I have uh, a, I have a history in joke tattoo, uh, but it's yeah, but it's not target based in so any way. You have
1: Star Wars ones, I know. I have
0: two Star Wars tattoos. Yeah, and, and then you man, have how many others? I uh, just just one. You got, uh, a history in joke. A, a, a bat. My... <laughs> I have a tattoo on my, my upper back, which is the, uh, the, uh, a map of the Minnesota Territory. Oh, nice. Uh, from 18, so from when Minnesota was a territory from 1849 until 1858, uh, it's the, the borders of, of Minnesota, which included uh, most of North Dakota, some of South Dakota, and a little bit of uh, Iowa. <laughs> and uh, it's got the intended territorial motto. So the intended territorial motto was uh, uh, Quae Sorsum Volo Vedere. Which uh, translated is "I wish to see what is beyond," which is oh. kind of like a great like frontier territory. Yeah. Like, this is the edge of, of of settled America, and this is really cool. And this is, you know, we we want to go out and into the into the future, into the yeah. to the west, to we, young man. Yeah, and uh, they got somebody to translate it, and they translated it horribly. <laughs> uh, there was no, you know. You know, Latin Wikipedia, I guess, back then. <laughs> but uh, they, they translated it as qui uh, sur uh, som videre which is basically gibberish, but uh, close enough it means, I cover to see what is above.
1: <laughs> so for the nine
0: years that Minnesota was a territory before it became a state, the official model was, I cover to see what is above. <laughs>
1: that feels more honest, honestly, to me, because it's
0: got a little bit of that sort of sense of uh, passive-aggressive of yeah. covering yourself. <laughs> there, so yeah, so there would have to be, uh, it would have to be an in-joke that I would have to explain to people, I think. Uh, okay. Because I was, we were, my wife and I were at a pool party uh, last month, and uh, somebody saw my back and said, is that Quebec? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, but thereby hangs a tail, my friend. <laughs> okay, so maybe
1: you would get, like, uh, a Morona uh, tattoo. <laughs> they had those
0: clothes forever, and they don't anymore. The, or the uh, uh, Dayton Dry Goods Company. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink, nod, <yeah>. nod, <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right, fair enough. Would you attend a
1: three-day Target convention? One of the mm-hmm. other things about yeah. you that we didn't mention yeah. is that you're one of the founders of Convergence right. uh, that I go to every year. Uh-huh. You go to every year because yeah. you founded it. Yeah, I um, so I mean a convention, like yeah. a fun. There's panels. There's shows. There's... You know, a sense of community. you yeah. Hang out at the bar. Yeah. Would you go to a three-day Target convention like that?
0: I think I would if it was not run by the Target Corporation. Okay, I think because it was a Target was, fan it convention. It was a, fan, <laughs> a, a Target fan convention. Just because uh, if you ever, if you ever, uh, if you ever, if you're ever uh, in downtown Minneapolis around lunchtime, you see all the Target drones. Right. Uh, you see all these these you know twenty somethings in business casual. That are bopping around over over lunchtime and and after work at the uh, at the uh, the bars and restaurants right around the Target headquarters, and uh, they have a real. Um, I have a, a number of friends that worked for that used to work for Car- Target Corporate, and uh, it was it used to be much more laid back. Okay, and uh, they it's become more of a rah rah team kind of thing. Okay, so I I'd, I'd like the Target convention to be a warts and all. Okay. Uh, we can make fun of what we love. Okay, cool. You,
1: you would go to like a panel sure. like, remember McGlynn's Bakery? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. We could have somebody make some, uh, we, could have a, we could have a Cookie Monster eating contest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to have it. this convention. <laughs> I want to go to this convention. You're a guest of honor, sir. Hooray! <laughs> oh,
1: would you write a poem about Target. Uh, maybe a dirty
0: limerick. But I'm... <laughs> that's just kind of who you are, though, there right? Once I mean... was a young man from Target, and that's that's where I'll stop. I I, I know it. I, I I totally have it. You have it. In your uh, head, oh, it yes. completely. Yes, but it's just too body.
1: Thank you for sparing <laughs> us. Uh,
0: but you, would you uh,
1: feel you're a creative person when yeah. you feel a desire to express uh, a love of Target through any sort of creative expression, or is that just not the way you interact no, with it?
0: I don't think so. I think it's just it's it's a tool. it's something that that exists for um, for people to use. Yeah. Uh, And I don't. Yeah. Other people have, you know, I I I roll my eyes at a lot of art. (laughs) I think, you know, it's it's uh, especially nowadays. There's there's this uh, I don't know if you've seen the this uh, news story about there's some uh, mural in L.A. that uh, is guarded Okay. Have you, have you heard about
1: this? I don't think there, I have. There,
0: there's a, a a mural that you can see and you can get into, but it is guarded by these these burly gentlemen, <laughs> and you can only see it if you are a verified uh, oh, Twitter yes. user or if you have a certain number of Instagram followers. Yes, yes, yes. This is it's a stunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's it's. I think that uh, I think that. Uh, I, I, I couldn't possibly think of art that would require Target, except for, the, of course, the fine movie career opportunities. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But let me ask it this way. Mm-hmm. You
1: do have a sense of, I mean, you called it a tool and it mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. but you also have a sense of, well, what does it mean that it started in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Does it have any Minnesota values? Mm-hmm. You you naturally, when I started asking about it, rattled off its history. Mm-hmm. So you have a sense of its place in in history and mm-hmm. how it affects people would you like write a history book about it if somebody's like hey we want a history book about target
0: yeah you know i, I think I w- I, that would be something i would be interested in um as long as i could throw in some some lies <laughs> <laughs> i used to 95 <laughs> true things about target and <laughs> five lies i did uh i did uh <laughs> i'm not necessarily proud of this but i used to uh in in towns that had few targets uh i i used to uh Pretend <laughs> when I would take friends like in in Austin when they had like one or two targets and I would I would uh, go to Target with a, one of my local Austin friends. Uh, I would make a show of like of showing my um, driver's license at the, at the register, <laughs> but not actually telling him what telling the my friend what, what I was doing. And then when they would ask me afterwards, I'd say, "Oh, yeah, because all Minnesota residents get ten percent off at Target," <laughs> and they totally believe me. <laughs> all right, so you would like to publish lies yeah, about Target absolutely. as a prank? I think that's a kind of art. well, and I think that because uh, Minnesota is such a uh, has such a an idea of I don't know, kind of a r- not rural but it's so influenced by by like fargo yeah. the series and the and the movies of course and uh and juno and all these all these sh- uh, shows and 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 movies that have taken place in the twin cities yeah. that i think that people think not necessarily that we're bumpkins but more that we are of uh, that we're very community and family yeah. based like how i met your mother shows um, like kind of the the loving Minnesota family in comparison to all the crazies from New York. (laughs) And uh, so I think something like that is just, it's on, you know. When you when you don't think about it, it's just believable. It's yeah. It's just well, oh oh, of course it's Minnesota. Oh yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't Minnesota offer that to to Minnesotans <laughs> that are that are elsewhere in the country? They just need help to yeah. Get you're it. Like I think I understand Minnesota <laughs> through Betty White's character on Golden Girls. So yes, this <laughs> tracks. Fair enough. Uh,
1: if someone constantly mocked Target on Facebook, would you unfriend them?
0: Uh, well, if <laughs> they're being anno- say no, if they're but... being annoying about it, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've, I have become a lot more, and it's just the way of the world. I have been, become a lot more uh, uh, stringent about who I have on on friends okay. lists who I don't who I don't just immediately block uh, <laughs> on on social media. Uh, that uh, if, if if they were like, for instance, if if I was if I if I made a political statement yeah. and said, well. You would like that because you like Target, and Target does this. I guess I have now that I think about it, because there, <laughs> because when the whole like trans bathroom thing came, yeah. came out, there were a ton of people that said, "Well, this, this is just going to have children be molested in bathroom. So I was like, "No, it's not it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's you, you're a very silly person." And the fact is that you know most children are you know molested by people that they know, and you know you let your boy go into a a men's room alone, yeah, and you know why? Why wouldn't there be a a male molester in that in that restaurant? It makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. And I ha- I guess, I have uh, unfriended people who. It, it, it's a roundabout way. It's not just because they are making fun of Target, <laughs> but because they're being really dumb. Okay, fair enough. I think that's a solid answer.
1: <laughs> Would you contribute to a GoFundMe to keep your local Target open? No, no, <laughs> no. I, I mean, even
0: uh,
1: even with your love of history, if they were going to bulldoze T1 or yeah, T1000 no. and you had to do a GoFundMe there's, to save it.
0: There's so much money in in Target <laughs> that uh, they can, they can, you know. You okay, know. there's no way. All right, that's a firm no sometimes, on that one. Uh, Sometimes things just have to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to go Kylo Ren on that Target.
1: <laughs> Let the past die. Would you name a child or a pet after a brand owned by Target, like Market Pantry or Archer Farms? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh no no I don't think so. Uh let's see. There's what's it there there's Ava and Viv. Uh there is Goodfellow and company. There's Marona. There's uh yeah uh there's Up and Up. Up and Up. Uh, there's yeah, yeah there, there's nothing that really jumps out as be a an okay dog name. name. Well, up and Up. I, I, or, or if you had uh, two cats and named one Ava and one Viv, oh fair, you enough. could do that. And then if you just happen to have the current CEO of Target in your house and say, "Oh, these are my cats, Ava and Viv," you get you get this thumbs up from them. And, okay, uh, yeah. fair enough.
1: All right, so if if it's the right playful, it's kind of like your tattoo answer. If I found a playful way to do it, uh, yeah, I I want to write some sort of noir thing with Archer Farms. So it's a total PI name. If you renewed your wedding vows, would uh-huh. you consider doing it at Target? No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you are not
1: romantic about Target. No,
0: no. It's again, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's a thing that I like. Uh, you know, I I I whereas things that have I didn't meet my wife at Target. Yeah. I didn't uh uh we didn't buy her wedding rings at Target <laughs> or anything. It's uh yeah, no, it's just the place where we buy our toilet paper. Yeah. And, and that's that's not as romantic as I would I would hope. <laughs> fair enough,
1: fair enough. Uh, this is the last How Obsessed Are You question. Mm-hmm. If you had been asked to cut the ribbon to open a new target, mm-hmm. but then a bear came up and stole your large novelty scissors, oh. would you try to get the scissors back from you the can,
0: bear? You're damn right I would. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> a yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, and that's just more of... Uh, I like doing uh odd and stupid things. Yeah. And uh I mean not only fighting a bear uh, is <laughs> odd and stupid. Uh but uh I would I would love to uh to to uh, cut a ribbon at a at, yeah. a at a at a target or, or another thing. Yeah, that's time. the kind of way that you wanna interact yeah. with uh, uh, with target. A, 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 Here's minor local celebrity here to cut his. <laughs> <laughs> you know him from hosting the
1: first wrestling events. Yeah. Uh, cool. So you would take a risk of yanking your yeah. scissors back from the bear. Yeah. I mean, it's a weapon right there if you
0: need it. Yeah. And bears can't use scissors. No. I've, I I have seen films. Yeah, I think they would they would really they would be sad. They would, struggle.
1: They, they would just try to get the salmon out of the river and then cut it into it with the scissors. It's <laughs> <laughs> really sad. It's a moving target. <laughs> I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise do you make for targets? Oh, uh Hmm.
0: Uh Hmm. That's, a That's true, and, and I, I have listened to this podcast since, the, since its inception, and I can't. And I, I should have thought of this. Uh, oh, I would, I would say Tarjay. <laughs> That's uh, the, the, the 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 moms in our our neighborhood, and I'm sure it was it was a lot of uh, places. I, I think uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey gets the credit for it for some yeah, reason. Yeah, but it was but pre-Oprah. It was, it was early eighties. Yeah, um, that uh, that folks would call it Target as kind of half mocking but half uh you know just just being uh being a little hoity about it no i don't yeah. i don't shop at kmart i shop at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Target is a great noise <laughs> Target boutique and i ask everyone
1: to rate their uh, obsession so mm-hmm. on a scale of t1 to T 1000 d1 being the lowest d1000 being the highest uh, where where would you rank your Obsession. I'd be a classic T-800. A classic T-800. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fair enough. Uh, so what would it take for you to get more obsessed, do you think? Because, I mean, you're uh-huh. just obsessed with it in the way that you approach life. You're obsessed yeah. with it from history. Mm-hmm. You, you'd be happy to engage with it on a if you were doing a big, weird, fun hosting thing, because those mm-hmm. are the things you like. Yeah. But then you just have a flat no to other things. Mm-hmm. So It's not like you're incorporating it in every part of your existence. Yeah. What, what would it take for you to go higher on the obsession scale?
0: Um. I think uh, I think it it used to feel a lot more um, it used to feel a lot more midwestern. Okay. And as it's expanded, it has uh, it has uh, lost a little bit of its uh, its midwestern quirkiness. And I think I think just kind of being unapologetically Minnesotan, okay, like, no matter where it goes, I think would be would be uh, a fun way of. Uh, of of and it, forcing the the wonder of minnesota onto everyone <laughs> is what i is what i like okay, to do nice and i think that would is, do that do that target yeah nice it's a little <laughs> minnesota ambassadorship everywhere you go yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice nice uh can you tell people where they can find you on social media and whatnot okay well <laughs> uh on twitter i am john maddening uh, Nice all in one word uh on instagram i am john dot maddening i i also have the john maddening one when instagram first came out i i I got it and then promptly forgot about it and then i don't have that uh that email address anymore because the (laughs) isp went out of business so i can no longer uh retrieve that so uh yeah so it is uh john dot maddening on instagram and uh on Facebook at yes, that John Maddening. <laughs> uh, and my, uh, my nephew, uh, Kieran and I are uh, starting a, our new podcast uh, coming up in October uh, in which he and I are, are exactly 25 years apart. Uh, and so it's, we are basically we're pro and he's only seen the Daniel Craig, James Bond films. Oh, wow So we are going through the bond films in order along with special guests and uh, just kind of uh, watching them, watching the different film styles uh kind of explaining the changing social mores, yeah, uh, and uh, having, various guests on to talk about uh, movies with you know watching the collective experience of watching movies but with family.
1: Yeah, nice. That's and it's, awesome. called, it's
0: called Generation Bond and it'll be uh, <laughs> yeah, and it'll be out uh, in late October. Nice. That sounds awesome. Uh here's some quick plugs for this and then we'll do our final
1: questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co host, that is called Force Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff you can Check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com and you can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, final questions. Just weird fun questions. If someone made
0: a statue of you, what would you want your pose to be? Uh, I would want, hmm. I would want to be uh, yelling into a microphone. <laughs> and uh, no, you know what? No, I, I would not. I would like to be holding the microphone up. With my other hand up, like I was Herb Brooks at the end of the uh, the Olympic hockey game in 1980. <laughs> would you want people to think, like, is he doing a hockey thing? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I would. <laughs> and they have to read your plaque. And it's they... like, oh, no,
0: he's just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just like
1: talking into a microphone. He never did anything. <laughs> oh, it's the
0: co-host of Generation Bond.
1: Okay. If you could turn into an animal anytime you wanted, what animal would you want to turn into? Oh,
0: boy. Uh... Some bird that would fly (laughs) fast. I don't know. Some damn bird. Some damn bird uh, that's not hunted for anything. So, I suppose I should ask Sharon Steitler about that. Yeah, a non-hunted bird. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, probably like an eagle. Yeah, the I'll eagle. be the eagle. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you get to you get to, they're they're huge. You first can carry of all. stuff. You can carry stuff. You can you can go. I could probably eat fish. Then cause I'm allergic now. <laughs> uh, you could uh, yeah, you could fly all over the place. You could see lots of neat stuff and yeah. I
1: love the idea that you would turn into an eagle to eat fish, <laughs> so you could like go to a fine
0: fish restaurant. And I need my omega threes, Joseph. A fine seafood restaurant <laughs> with your wife, and you just turn into an eagle. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) I can eat this sushi. (laughs) I'm going to Red Lobster.
1: (laughs) The final question for everyone on the podcast is, what is
0: happiness? Uh, Yeah, so I I was uh, was, uh, thinking about this a lot, and I I hate to uh, bring it down a little bit. But uh, so my uh, mother, we just had to move her into assisted living. She has uh, a couple of degenerative illnesses. Uh, She can't speak anymore. She's lost the use of... uh, her left arm and most of her right arm. Uh, And it's just, it's difficult to see her uh, go down this, this road. Uh, But when uh, my wife and I go and visit her and um, we just, (laughs) we just make fun of each other. (laughs) She loves, she loves it when we, when we mock fight in front of her (laughs) Uh, and uh, when we, talk about uh, fun things that we did with my dad and fun things that we did growing up um, and make fun of her uh, awful relatives. Uh, (laughs) When she, when she, uh, when she laughs through the, the awful uh, pain that she's experiencing. Yeah. um, I think that makes me happier than anything in the world right now. That is a great
1: answer. Thank you for sharing a a really honest, heartfelt happiness answer and thank you yeah. so much uh, for doing the podcast as thank well you as, for having me great episodes for me where uh, I think I am just as if not more <laughs> obsessed with the topic so for me it's like I get to talk about Target <laughs> awesome so thank you very much for everything thank you Joseph that is our podcast
0: you've been listening to Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest Great five stars if you're impressed here is another fun thing. I, uh, I was super excited uh, to purchase a new uh, Atari 2600 cartridge and uh, saved up my uh, my money and they were I think uh, 29.99 at the time which uh, comes out to a little over $60 dollars in today money and uh, I, uh, I, I got this cartridge and I was super excited and took it home popped it right into my Atari 2600 and I played. E.T., the extraterrestrial, and it made me very, very sad. <laughs> <laughs>